Welcome to what's new on the scene. Today I'm chatting with Tanisha Palmer. Would you like to introduce yourself and the origins of your music? Sure. Um, I'm Tanisha. I'm 21. Um, I grew up in Port Macquarie um, and we used to have quite a big um, music scene for Aboriginal music. Um, and we would just start at this one little pub at a singer-songwriter competition and that's how you got gigs here. Um, my dad um, was in bands when I was little, so I grew up around music quite a lot. All of our home videos are filled with the Foo Fighters, the music behind it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I just grew up. I loved singing and performing. Um, I danced as well. And then when I was 13, I picked up the guitar and started writing and singing. And that's the start of that there. Yeah. So was there a particular moment that made you want to pursue music and what instruments can you play? There's probably not an exact moment, but I always wanted to be just like my dad. Um, so I think that's probably where it started and I also loved Taylor Swift and wanted to be like Taylor Swift when I was little <laughs> um yeah so I stopped dancing when I was 13 it was when I lost interest in dancing that music really took over um and I started playing guitar and as soon as I picked up the guitar I pretty much wrote a song and that's sort of where um, it began and I just play guitar at the moment. I can play a little bit of piano, but not very much. Mostly just guitar and vocals. Have you always wanted to be a singer-songwriter? Yeah, pretty much. I've always loved performing and getting up in front of people. Um, so yeah, pretty much always. And I picked up guitar sort of late, but I started singing, um, writing music pretty early at 13 and just sort of as soon as I picked the guitar up, um, I started writing and I just would write all day, every day, pretty much, especially when I was little, not so much all the time now, <laughs> but when I was little, about 14, I was writing, I don't know, at least five songs a week or something, which is quite a lot when you're trying to go to school and sport and stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. Was, yeah. In terms of your creative process, um where do you draw your inspiration from for songs and do you have any advice for new artists to improve their songwriting um so i it's recently changed a little bit when i was um younger i'd just sort of pick a situation that i was in and start writing about it just pick up the guitar play some chords and put a melody to it um but now i've started to keep what I call a creative journal <laughs> um, and it's where um, I just anytime I have an idea I write it down but I also pick words so one recently was um, stranger and so I'll go and sort of write sort of like a poem I guess and just sort of fiddle around with words and stuff before I get to um, putting it with music just so then just working on um, a bit more of storytelling and stuff. Um, yeah. And, um, I think for people who are starting out writing, you just have to write as 
much as you can. Um, and recording voice memos are a lifesaver. Sometimes I forget what I've actually written. Um, and especially if I've only written just a verse or something, I'll forget mm. the melody. Um, and so, yeah, it's also really cool to look back on because I still have some on my phone from when I was, oh, probably only maybe 18 now, but there's, it's just cool to see how you grow. Um, and if there's anything you can use there in the future as well. Yeah. In terms of performing at the 2021 UN Band Comp in May, what was that experience like? And did you have a favorite artist that you love watching perform? Um, so it, I've done the Band Comp before in 2019, had a bit of a break last year. COVID was just, you know, yeah. sets you back a little. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it was, it was really good for me because I had lost a little bit of confidence in my um, own work, I guess, and just to get some judges' feedback on what you're writing is um, really valuable and that, you know, you are doing an all right job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was really cool. And meeting lots of new musos as well, that's always really good um my first band comp um i made a really good friend and then we went through uni when i was doing the music degree um well not anymore but (laughs) changed that one um but yeah so it's really good meeting new people Mm -hmm. um and i think my i only got to go to my own heat i didn't um get to see any other bands or anything um but my favorite was Reggie K I thought she was in the band were really cool very cool vibe um and I don't know how to say a name um Abby E yo yo is it just yeah. Abby yo yeah. Okay. yeah 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 okay so yeah I really liked Abby yo as well yeah. um just very melodic very cool yeah who were your musical influences and was there a particular artists that made you want to become a singer-songwriter? Um, well, growing up, I loved Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like that's a pretty basic one for um, girls, I guess. Um, yeah, I started listening to her very young. My dad was in the army um, and sort of her Fearless album, I used to listen to it on repeat when I went to bed um, while I was away and stuff. So it was quite important to me, I guess, a lot of her earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big inspiration. Um, as I got older, um, I got pretty into Alanis Morissette. Um, and I also love Adele. Love Adele. Um, I, when I started to really listen to Adele, I sort of, it sort of opened me up to different ways that I could sing and that I wasn't just a little folk artist I could sing in different ways that would make me sound like I had a bit of a bigger voice because I not don't have a huge mm. massive belting voice it's quite um quite and soft and airy I guess <laughs> so still pretty folky but um it just sort of opened me up to different ways to sing and write I guess as well mm. Where has been your favourite venue to play at so far? And is there anywhere that is your dream venue for a show? Well, um, Bar on the Hill is obviously pretty cool. 
been able to play there a couple of times um, with the band comp and then gigs with the uni as well. Um, and I grew up hearing stories about the bar on the hill from my dad because he's from the Newcastle area and seeing people like the screaming jets there. And when I told him that I was able to play, he was like, oh, my God, so cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's a cool one. Um, I think other than that, anywhere that has a really interactive crowd, because sometimes you just play to people while they're eating and stuff um, mm. and they're talking and mingling and stuff, so you're sort of in the background, mm. which isn't a bad thing. It's, you know, it's still good, but when you get people who clap and sing along and stuff, that's really cool. Yeah, and probably I opened um, a couple of years ago for... Nathan Cavalieri, which is he's a really good guitar player. There's um videos from when he was in the nineties. He was very young and he played with like BB King and stuff. So older people normally know who he is. Um and anyway, so it was a really small intimate gig here in Port Macquarie. Um and it was yeah, it was one of my favourite gigs just because it was so intimate and had um like seeing him play afterwards and stuff it was just super cool um yeah i probably don't really have like a dream venue because i feel like i just want to play as much as i can and just see just see what happens yeah yeah are there any artists that you would be interested in collaborating with and have you been able to collaborate with anyone oh i wasn't prepared for this one Um. I haven't done a lot of um, collaborative work before. Um, I did go on like a songwriting camp when I was 15. And I think for me, writing is so personal. I couldn't figure out how to really like do it with other people. And I haven't really tried it since besides stuff at uni when I was doing the music degree, um, which just to make sense, I, for the story to make sense. No. Um, I changed to speech pathology just because I wasn't super into the music degree. I, um, I feel like you don't need to have a degree in music to be able to play music mm. and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, so I did a little bit of collaborative stuff there, um, but not a whole lot. And where do I want to? I think I need to probably um, see more people because <laughs> yeah. I, um, I work a lot in hospitality and that doesn't really let you go and see people play. Mm. That's my That's one of my goals for you know coming out of COVID and stuff is to actually see people play um and yeah maybe something find someone write a little song see how it goes yeah um what songs do you always include as part of your set list for a gig and you always include a few surprise songs so the audience is yeah yeah um it depends on what sort of gig it is um I play a lot of cover gigs um, and I always start with Big Jet Plane, which is, it's a basic one, but it's a good, easy warm-up. Yeah. It's been the start of my set list since I was 15, <laughs> um, for like, that's six years. Yeah. So, a pretty long time, but it's an easy one. People know it. It's pretty good. Um, and I always finish with Born This Way by Lady Gaga. Mm. I just love the vibe. Um, the audience usually gets pretty into it. Um, yeah, always include that one. And um, what's it called? Um, and what What's Up by the Four Non Blondes, I think is what it is. It's like um, 
it doesn't I don't know why it's called what's up. I'm pretty sure they just say, What's going on? sort of thing. But um in it I wouldn't sing I would sing it. That would be that'd be weird. <laughs> um, because everyone gets really into that one as well. So always include that one. Um and I don't know, normally like for cover gigs you're not meant to play originals. Um, but I usually throw a couple in there anyway. <laughs> Especially if it's over three hours. Um, they're probably like I play a lot of Sunday session sort of gigs and a lot of them are mingling so they're not um focusing heaps on the music sometimes, so it's easy to just throw a couple in there. So normally it's just whatever is my favourite original at the time. So at the moment it's a little song called Stranger. Mm. Yeah. Are there any new sort of covers that you may upload to social media and any gigs that you have announced so far mm-hmm. um i have been posting quite a lot on my instagram and facebook lately um which my instagram is tanisha underscore palmer and then my um facebook is tanisha palmer music um and so there is I'm going to put a cover up there soon. And it has some of my originals on it already. Um, I've also put up some very old songs on SoundCloud, which they're super cute, but they were from when I was 16. Um, so I sound a little different. <laughs> but it, they're, they're sweet. Um, and I am planning on releasing my song called Stranger by the end of the year. Um, I don't have a set date yet. But it's gonna happen. Um, that was my goal. Um, and there's already little snippets of that on my Instagram and Facebook at the moment. You can check it out. Um, and, um, in terms of gigs, I do have quite a few coming up, which is really, really cool coming out of COVID and everything. Be awesome. Um, so my first gig back is on the 17th of October at the Edwards um, in Newcastle. Um, and then there's quite a few which you can find on my Instagram and Facebook page. So what are some of the goals that you have for the next year? Yeah, so I'm going to release my song Stranger by the end of the year um, and probably just write as much as I can. Sometimes, especially because we're just coming out of uni break, um, you just get so uni gets you down. Yeah. <laughs> the workload gets you down, but it's okay. That that is the goal, just to keep creating and playing more gigs. And um, at the moment, it's just myself. Um, so just playing the guitar and singing. And I've got a jump box, so I would really love to get a band together and mm. do some of some more band gigs and stuff. I think that would be pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Do you have a message for any new fans listening to your music and fans that will be coming to one of your future gigs? Um, well, there's a lot coming in the next um, probably six months. Um, I'm going, obviously, I'm going to um, record some stuff and hopefully put out more than just um, Stranger. Um, but also, I mean, now that COVID hopefully is going to, yeah. we're going to be able to go places and see people play. Um, I think it's really important that we all get around the music scene because it's been super tough. Um, and it would just be really good to see some new and familiar faces at gigs and yeah. 
It's been great chatting with you today, Tanisha, and I'm sure your fans are looking forward to the new release by the end of the year of Stranger. And I'm sure they can check out um, the covers and originals that you've posted to social media and let you know how great the songs are. Um, And I'm sure you're really looking forward to gigs that um, will be happening very soon. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, being back playing regularly and, you know, seeing people at your gigs because I'm sure lockdown has made it really hard. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's been, yeah, it's been a good opportunity to work on stuff. So, so <laughs> that's a positive. <laughs> Check out the other episodes, Bands and Artists from the 2021 UM Band Comp on spotify follow what's new on the scene on instagram and facebook and also check out some of the reviews that are on the website we've been what's new on the scene see you next time